Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Superficial Magic. This is the most magical place on the internet and maybe the whole world. Um, I'm your host, Megan Granger, and today I am joined by one of my favorite people in the world. She is a... Um, spiritual guru to me and she is not a normal therapist she's a cool therapist she's one of my best friends it's Alyssa Rand hi everyone hi Megan we're so glad you're here I'm so glad to be here um we have a lot to talk about today don't we we have so much to talk about (laughs) first off we went to lunch before this and almost every synchronicity that could happen happened to us. And I always know I'm on the right track when that starts to happen. But today was just like boom, 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 boom. So many synchronicities. I asked you to take me to Coffee Bean. You were like, we passed that 10 minutes ago. And I was like, oh, okay. And you're like, I'll promise I'll take you when we come back to my house because being friends with me is like being friends with a five-year-old. <laughs> and I'm like, so I'm like, all right. So then you named off all these restaurants and I picked a restaurant and I was getting out of your car and I thought if I look over my shoulder right now there's going to be a coffee bean and there was it was there was one right there that you'd forgotten about totally forgot it was right next to the restaurant she chose so I got my large iced vanilla latte and I ate a piece of salmon which is a kind of gross combination but I was in heaven and uh, after that we went to a crystal store and I bought some citrine a really big piece of it so Watch out, watch out a uh, stock market. I'm about to break some records. <laughs> Which also happens to be the stone of manifestation. Yes. And you're the best manifester I know, so it's uh, no surprise you were drawn to those. Well, I want to manifest some money, so this will be this will be that experience. Um, thus the stock market. I'll be investing in it. That, that's what people do. Um, while we were in there, we saw a, wo- a whale bone. Do you like is that what it was called a I whale? Think it, yeah it was a whale bone and we think it was real but yeah who knows exactly it could have just been a bird bone who would know they were little conspiracy uh-huh and I was like did you know whales are aliens who can talk and you go I did know that because I just watched a video on it for the first time in my life at 2 a.m on YouTube last night literally that's weird super weird whales um. are not something I ever talk about <laughs> Me either. <laughs> I do like them. They're amazing. But they're not a topic of conversation or... Not until today. No, because like three days ago, I just was like, I think whales are aliens who are communicating with us. I don't know where that came from, but I started playing whale videos for my cat and she freaks out, like not in a scared way and a like alert what's... I hear I'm, I'm talking to a whale. Because your cat is also not a cat. No. She's a whale. <laughs> she, she's a whale spirit. Um, so um, you 
had the, what's the word? The great experience of training with me in psychology to be therapists. I did. Yes, I was very lucky to Mm -hmm. see you in that position because it'll (laughs) never be seen again. How would you describe me trying to be a therapist? I would describe you as... Keyword is trying. Mm-hmm. You, trying. You definitely tried. <laughs> you tried your best. I think I actually had a pen with like a pink puff at the end, like <laughs> Clueless. <laughs> um, no, everyone loves you. So, you know, your clients loved you, but I think they wanted to probably like hang out with you more than yeah. get advice from you right. or, you know, like, analyze themselves mm-hmm. in yeah. your presence. May, I mean, advice good, analyzing them bad. Probably. Yeah. yeah. Because my advice is usually, you know, you could call it bad because it might be illegal, um, you know, revengeful, many of those things. So you could label it bad. But the truth is, it always works. It does. And you're also super psychic, which I don't know if your audience knows, but I experience you as super psychic. So Tell me more. Cause you're I don't really good. I don't think of myself as being psychic. You're just really intuitive. And, you know, you can't have the synchronicities you have in your life and manifest like you do without having having that ability. You know, like, how did you know that restaurant was next to Coffee Bean? You just knew. I'm so I'm so Sylvia Brown. <laughs> <laughs> Back to the nineties. <laughs> um okay. So this is kind of two stories put in one because it involves both of us. When I was working at the center with you, I started to get really sick. And you were so on your right path being a therapist and you still are, even though you're so much more than a therapist because you're also an energy and spiritual healer and so many other things, but, um, you were on your right path. You were so excited. Your notes were all neat. I was just watching somebody go after what they really wanted. And I felt completely opposite. I loved all my clients so much, but I hated how being a therapist made me feel. I hated doing it. I hated it. And I started to get really sick. I couldn't swallow. I couldn't eat. And I hated it. And I thought I, w- I thought I had cancer or something. Mm-hmm. And it was I'd, really scary. Mm-hmm. I remember. And so you would do energy healing on me. And I was trying to figure out what was wrong with me. And then I was like, I can't be a therapist for a little bit. I have to figure this out. And as soon as I decided that, it just went away. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, shit. I just went to graduate school. I just worked a year for free collecting hours And this isn't what I'm supposed to do. Mm -hmm. Like I can't, I physically can't do it. You kind of had the same experience once. I did. I mean, that's kind of how I fell into all this too. I was always um, drawn to the more, you know, esoteric type of things when I was little. I used to go do tarot card readings with my best friend when we were like six years old and I don't know any other six-year-olds that do that and you know I was always reading books on angels and whatever was available in the 90s Um, so I was always drawn towards it and of course you and I connected on the fact that as little kids we're both the only ones we know that used to say out loud I am me I am me I am me over and over and over and then trip out on the fact uh Yes. Who's saying I am me because there's a part of me listening to it and there's a part of me saying it and which part am I? Yes. When I was little, I would lay in bed and I just once told Alyssa this. I would just lay there and be like, I am me. And I'd think about it and I'd be like, 
I am me. I am me. I am me. And I would keep doing it over and just get deeper and deeper and more and more tripped out. And like, who's thinking it? I can't believe I'm me. What's happening? And I told you that once and you were like, I did the same shit. Mm-hmm. And it's like, who is me? Mm-hmm. That's the question. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I, I was into all that stuff. And then I turned into being a teenager and, you know, got into boys and caring about other things and went to college and had a great time and kind of, you know, got away from all this stuff. Mm -hmm. And then um, I was working in the entertainment industry after college on a very successful path in casting. And you were um, casting like big movies. Yeah, I was I was uh, pretty successful very quickly and at a young age and making good money. And I got sick as well, Um, Mm. because sometimes when we're not listening to our guidance you know it's got to come through in really loud ways it like screams at us and if that means getting physically sick then that's what might have to happen it's so annoying it just won't let you do the wrong thing it just won't nobody's ever doing the wrong thing that's the thing even when you were you know doing therapy and I was in casting it was still a stepping stone Mm -hmm. and it still helped us in the ways we needed help at the time to grow to get on the path we need to remain on so I don't think there's any mistakes but I definitely think when a certain chapter is done it'll let you know and maybe I just wasn't good at listening and so I got sick and the search started for figuring out what was wrong with me just like you and doctors weren't too helpful and just wanted to throw prescriptions and couldn't really diagnose me with anything prescriptions are my favorite (laughs) (laughs) um And so I started seeing natural doctors and naturopaths got into homeopathic medicine and then supplements and learned all about other ways of healing and energy work and um, our body's just intelligence system and how it has a consciousness of its own and how we really can heal ourselves, you know, in ways that we are not told about and don't know. Um, And then that can you give us like an example of that? Well, I mean, your body has a consciousness of its own, so you can actually, it's always listening to you. And that's why if someone's really negative or having really limiting belief thoughts, your body's listening and believing you. And Mm. so it'll follow, you know, Mm -hmm. or if you're, if you're hard on yourself and you're looking in the mirror and going, God, I'm so ugly. Your body hears that and it cringes Mm -hmm. and it contracts and it gets imbalanced. So it's kind of like a feedback loop and it's a relationship that you really have to foster. So that could be a whole nother topic in and of itself. (laughs) But um, that's what kind of got me back on this path and helped me learn what some of my gifts were that I didn't even know. And it's just all so perfect and so obvious. Yeah. You are living your best life. You are killing it as a therapist. You are helping so many people. And it's just all coming together and it's beautiful to watch because you've worked really hard and you're very talented. Thank you. Thank you. You're so sweet. Um, I asked you today what the one thing you would want to share with people is like your main message. And you said you want people to know that they have more power than they know they have. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Why is that your main message to life and listeners and everybody? Well, it was really hard to answer that question because I have so many messages for people, but that came through today as what needed to be heard because I think we're living in a time, obviously, which is really difficult for a lot of people and people feel really powerless and like they don't 
have control. And it's ironic because giving up control is something we all need to learn how to do. Um, but that's so you can find your power in the ways that are less obvious and that we don't necessarily know about and aren't taught in school. And, you know, we're, we're kind of programmed to think that we, we are weak and we're powerless and we need to search outside ourselves for answers Mm. and for, um, you know, things to make us happy or status or whatever it is. And it couldn't be further from the truth. Everything you need is within you. You just have to learn to connect back to that. And that's where, that's where it all lies. Okay. So this, this is an interesting topic because it really goes into something I experienced this week and I want to talk to you about it. I can't wait to hear this. So two weeks ago, this is this kind of this kind of parallels in a manifest manifesting way like in a, like a surrendering in your own power but in a way of manifesting your destiny too mm-hmm. so two weeks ago I had a stand-up show and I visualized the shit out of it I sat there in my bed I held my crystals I lit some incense and I imagined the crowd laughing and everybody having the best time and what it felt like and all that stuff and I felt really good about it so I leave I get my friend Caitlin to go with me and we're riding in an uber and immediately the uber almost hits a guy and the guy's so mad at us and is like, I'm going to shoot you. <laughs> and okay. like, I was like, oh, okay. Then we get to the comedy club. I'm up first, which is never good when you're doing stand up. And there's n- like barely anybody in the audience. And I was like, oh no. And it was terrible, just terrible, terrible, terrible. And they were filming it because the producer of the show needs tape on me because she wants to submit me for something. So it needed to be good. And oh, I was no. like, fuck shit Ugh. then she texts me and she's like can you come to San Diego on Wednesday and do stand up again and I'm like sure fine like whatever she's like we're taping it again fine I don't even think about it I go the best room all these girls that listen to Adderall and Compliments and a few superficial magic Yay. girls came out they were so beautiful and fun the room I went like fifth which is the best place to go and a lineup and stand up and everybody was like ah and it was like my manifestation had shown up but sometimes it doesn't show up when you expect it and you have to keep going Mm -hmm. to experience it because there was a part of me that was like I am never doing this again but then she was like do you want to do it Wednesday and I was like fine and I just completely let go of any expectations and was like well this is going to be terrible but I had done the prep of visualization so it was almost like my visualization plus surrender of how it was going to be. And then it equaled a really good show. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I love that. I love that. And that's such a great example of how, you know, surrender really goes hand in hand with trust. You just mm-hmm. have to trust because you could have given up at that point after the first oh, yeah. show and just been like, this sucks. I'm not manifesting anything. I give up, you know, and a lot of people do that. I know. And I almost, I, I used to be that person. I, yeah, I would I mean, totally do that. It's easier uh-huh. to, to do that and to be mad at, you know, whatever the universe or, or think it's another example of how, you know, you're not powerful or whatever. Um, when 
when in reality, you know, who's to say that? You just have to ride it out. Yeah. And know that there's more coming and that really everything is your perfect path. You can't not be on your perfect path because wherever you are is exactly where you're supposed to be. Um, if you can get out of your head and stop judging it and stop making up stories around right. what it means. There's the hard part. You. Mm-hmm. I, I'm like a... I'm like an old time storyteller around the fire with the stories I tell myself in my head. Mm-hmm. Um, Aren't we all? Here, okay, so do you think that I, uh, when we're visualizing and when we're trying to manifest something, do you think that we hit a bunch of little tests before we get there? Because I feel like that keeps happening to me. And the, the lesson is just keep your focus and your visualization of what you really want and you're going to hit a lot of disappointments but it's coming when you least expect it do you think that's real yeah I definitely agree with that I think there's a lot of things to take into consideration when you're manifesting um there you know manifesting is really understanding that the universe is a reflection for you everything is a mirror for you so whatever you're vibrating as wherever your vibration is Mm. is what's going to show up in your reality so you can visualize all day long you know whatever being rich and famous but if your vibration doesn't resonate with that or you have limiting beliefs subconsciously about how that'll never happen or you're not good enough or you don't deserve that or all the stuff we think right then you're then it's never going to manifest and it's not because you're visualizing wrong it's because there's a lot of other things at play that can get in the way so that's kind of where therapy comes into play to address the beliefs and to look at what you were saying at lunch like when you were little, you had to, your parents had to love you or you couldn't survive. And then you kind of live out those defense mechanisms and behaviors the rest of your life and they might be limiting. So that's kind of something to explore with your therapist. If you need, if you aren't manifesting and you're like, I think this is limiting beliefs that I can't get around by myself. Absolutely. Yeah. Therapy can be a great outlet to kind of discover those things going on more subconsciously for you because therapy is all about bringing the subconscious conscious Mm -hmm. and figuring out what's lurking below the surface that's you know directing your life in a way that you don't want it to direct your life yeah and it's true when we're little we're all born thinking we're perfect and great and deserving of love right any newborn baby thinks that and then as we grow and grow we learn you know to that we need to belong, that love is survival. And so we start becoming people pleasers or we start learning what people want of us versus what we want for ourselves. And the rest is history. And then, you know, you get more and more blocked along the way. So you've, you've just got to, got to discover what's there. Not that there's anything wrong with it at the time. It helped you belong and be loved and whatever you needed. Um, but then you grow out of it and you realize you're ready to take your power back and live for yourself. And so that's where you start doing that work on yourself to discover what's there and you know who who really are you it feels like there's two types of people in this world to that point like those who are born with a very clear purpose and they know exactly what they want and nobody's going to stand in their way and they're just on the the way to it and then I feel like more my life I it's been such a struggle to get to where I am now which is just a base like this is what I want I I don't even that's as far as I've gotten just figuring out what I want but I feel like if you're the second type life gives you like the exact opposite when you're little 
and it's this full journey to get to the next person. Like what I want to be is really open and expressive and honest and whatever. And when I was little, it was, those were all the things that you couldn't be. And I feel like so many people have that experience where they're like, what I really want to be is exactly the opposite of what I was taught to be. And I wonder if that's some like soul video game that it's playing. Oh, a hundred percent. I mean, I don't think, I don't think life is doing that to you. I think you're creating that for yourself. So we all have pre-birth themes that we decide for ourselves before we even come in and choose our parents and choose our life. And if your theme is struggle or Mm -hmm. authenticity, then you're going to come and you know face the opposite come up and face um all the ways you're not authentic or people are trying to get you to be not authentic because you're trying to discover the pure vibration of authenticity you Mm want to you can't know something without knowing the opposite right Mm -hmm. so there is value in experiencing all the things that either held you back from your perceived desires or you know taught you the opposite right okay that's that really helps (laughs) Because I feel like it's been a full, a full 180 journey and I know I'm doing it to myself, but I was watching my friend play Super Mario the other day and I was like, I think my soul just likes like doop, 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 like all the levels and going up and finally reaching a destination that is like the launching pad part. But before this, it's just been a complete clusterfuck of, Mm -hmm. um, weird levels (laughs) and I told you at lunch that I think a big part of your theme is probably freedom and figuring out how to be free in a world and a society that doesn't want to make you free or be who you are and so that's the ways that you're playing while you're here in this Mm -hmm. earth video game Mm -hmm. is you're you're you know coming up across all the ways that things are trying to get you to be not free and just breaking right through it and you're doing a great job yep Okay, breaking in right through it. That reminds me of something else. And we're supposed to be talking about surrender and we're going to We're totally off topic. It's okay. (laughs) But no, I took us there and I'm about to continue taking us there. But I was walking the other day and I was like, oh, okay. Maybe there's infinite parallel universes where everything that could happen is happening. And we just have to keep our focus so clear that we kind of hop through little wormholes to get to the parallel universe that's expressing what we want it to. Mm-hmm. Is that crazy or am I a genius? I think you're a genius. Whoa. Yeah. Oh my God, everybody. <laughs> I think the moment you choose to shift your attention or make a different decision, you're entering a parallel reality. Ooh. It's not this like crazy thing where then everyone has to look different and everything's different and, and you know, this thing people make it out to be. I think it's literally like when you choose not to react when you feel like reacting, mm-hmm. you just entered a different reality, one in which you are non-reactive for however long you can stay there. Right. So that's kind of going into your higher self and that's a different parallel universe. Not reacting to me as your higher self. It is coming from a place of more alignment with your higher self. Yes. Is there a way to be your higher self right now? Like can, if somebody's sitting there and they're like, I want to be my higher self, how can they do that? Well, you can't not be your higher self because your higher self is an aspect of you. Okay. So you can't not be it, but you can definitely be out of alignment or not resonating with it and therefore Uh. resonating with your 
lower self for lack of a better word it's not a like judgment lower but lower self yeah. um more than your higher self mm-hmm. but yes to answer your question um anytime you are led by joy or passionate or feeling at ease you are more in alignment with your higher self now that's not from a place of denial if someone's screaming in your face and you're like oh i'm feeling so much joy right now you can't deny your way into being connected to your higher self it has to be a pure authentic joy that's coming through you Mm -hmm. Um, or creativity or inspiration those are all ways in which you know you're you're aligning with your higher self because that's where the higher self comes from. It's a place of non-judgment. It's neutral. Um, it is, you know, creating your path for you in the most perfect way, no matter how, you know, ugly that may seem on the, in earth terms, you know, mm, where, right. where the higher self is, nothing is ugly. It's mm-hmm. all beautiful. It's all perfect. It's all for you. Not, not t- happening to you. It's happening for you. Mm-hmm. You know that saying? Yes. Okay. Well, my higher self um, is really a very efficient, like the sick thing. My higher self just cuts things out immediately. Like it doesn't let me bullshit around for very long. Because you're all. probably here with a mission and it's like, Ooh. we got to do this. Mm-hmm. We don't want to waste time. Let's mm-hmm. get to it. You know? Yeah. Even if I'm just like lightly dating a guy that's wrong, it's like, nope, you can't. And it didn't used to be that way. I used to be able to waste all sorts of time with mm-hmm. the wrong people and maybe mm-hmm. that's just an aspect of getting older but I don't know it's interesting because all of a sudden I do feel very connected with my higher self and I lose when I'm writing or doing the podcast or these two things that really make me happy and feel like my path I lose track of time mm-hmm. which I think is a really big indicator that you're on the right track such a good indicator or anytime you're talking about something where you just find yourself talking and talking and talking and all of a sudden you're energized and you could just talk forever about it probably probably something there to look at probably a connected reason why you're here so if you are in a situation in your life like somebody listening who's like oh shit I feel super energized when I'm talking or doing this but I feel really unenergized when I'm talking to my family or when I'm with blah, blah, blah. But there's, it's somebody that they have to be around or something that they have to keep doing. Do you have any advice for how to get through that? I would start with the quickest way to connect to your essence, your pure self, your higher self, which is connecting to your heart. So if you know you're going into a situation or you have to go to Thanksgiving with the family you can't stand or whatever it is, (laughs) you can take a moment to yourself and really just try to connect to yourself, put your hands on your heart, feel your heart beating and just, you know, kind of connect, say, Mm. you know, I want to invite in my higher self. I want to, you know, I am now, I am now resonating as my higher self. I am now flowing love. And so it is. Mm -hmm. And just kind of let yourself get recentered because a lot of times when we're going into situations like that, they can be very uncentering or ungrounding. And then we turn into people we're not proud of, Mm -hmm. um, very triggering situations. And so you've just got to kind of always bring it back to your heart space and just reconnect so it helps to touch it like physically physically I've found I mean different people you know get get value from different things but I've found that literally putting your hand over your heart and feeling your heartbeat and remembering you know kind of who you are on that level um helps you connect to it do you do like tapping on it ever do you do tapping on yourself or to your clients 
I don't do tapping. I've learned about it. I've done it in the past and it can definitely be helpful. Mm-hmm. Um, because anything you believe is helpful is helpful. Let's yes. put it that way. That's what True. the placebo effect is. That's yeah. what homeopathic medicine is. <laughs> so if something works for you, by all means, keep doing it. Mm-hmm. And every, you know, everyone has different things that work for them. So a lot of this is experimenting and just kind of playing with it and, and intuitively feeling into what would work for you. Some people like to look in the mirror and look themselves in the eye and that automatically brings them back to a different place. There's a lot of exercises you can do. Um, But if you know you're going to go into a triggering situation, then it would be of benefit to everyone involved (laughs) to do your best to kind of center beforehand and then just do your best, you know, and if you come out being someone you're not proud of, then you learn from that. Don't don't let it be wasted. Right. You know, kind of reflect on why, why that happened, what triggered you so much. There's probably some insecurities there. There's probably some things to learn about yourself and then you move forward. Mm hmm. Okay. Fair enough. The only time I really look at myself in the eye and talk to myself is when I'm drunk. I should probably do it when I'm sober, too. Um, Okay, so you asked me what the theme of today was going to be, and I have no idea why, but I wrote back surrender. I don't know why I said that, but I said it, and I wanted to talk to you about it. I I don't know why. That's not a word I think of a lot, but I feel like you would have important words to share about it and it is something that I've just been realizing more and more and more and more and more the less I try to control things the more I surrender to life and its path for me the more I go in the right direction Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. well surrender is really about not resisting right Mm. what you resist persists Mm -hmm. that's the saying I've been saying forever and just stuck in my head at some point and I can't get it out of my head so what you resist persists it's like pushing against a wall it's gonna push back right so you're feeding energy to what you don't want when you're resisting something Mm. so surrendering is really letting go of resistance now a lot of people are afraid to surrender or you know the idea scares them because they think it's giving up. They think it's throwing their hands in the air and saying, "Okay, give me more of what I don't want." But it's actually the opposite. Mm. It is throwing your hands in the air and saying, "I am not in a place to control this," and admitting that. Um, but then from there you move into acceptance, which mm. is looking at what is and you know Eckhart Tolle says, "Accept this moment as if you chose it." So even if your best friend is screaming at you and mad at you and it's, you know, a not a not a situation you would not want, accept this moment as if you chose it. It's here. There's nothing you can't change it. It's here. So accept it. Don't push against it. Don't resist it. Don't fight it. Allow it to come through and then do with it what you will. I love that. I just realized when you were talking and probably everyone's already realized this, but surrender and forgiveness are really the same thing absolutely yeah that's a really good point because if you're not forgiving you're still resisting Mm -hmm. what's been done to you and forgiveness is not condoning no it's just letting the energy go and one of our guests Dolores you know Dolores yeah she was she's so great she was on the podcast and she was talking about how she was on a treadmill and she forgave everyone because she was in this terrible spot beautiful she went through every single person and it felt like her head opened up and all this energy was like sucked out and given back in and and I can't stop thinking about it and Mm -hmm. I have a situation right now that is two years old that I have to forgive and I can't do it and it keeps 
bothering me. And I think I'm going to go do, it was with a guy, of course, like an ex-boyfriend. And I think I'm going to go do, um, a ceremony where I bury his picture. Cause mm. I've heard that helps like have a funeral for who they were to you and whatever and bury it and just forgive it and let it be because I'm I, like, I need to surrender and I need to forgive and I, I want to move forward and I don't want all this past. I always think about Sonia and the Real Housewives of New York. Do you watch that? Oh, of course. I mean, she's still living in the past. Mm-hmm. And whenever I think of the situation or my childhood, I'm like, oh my God, I'm being such a Sonia right now with like mm-hmm. my 2004 yacht shoes that I won't throw away. And, you know, um, I don't want to be a Sonia. Sonia. Yeah, you don't have to be. You don't have to be. <laughs> Um, there may be some cords you need to cut too, because if you hold resentment or a grudge for long enough, you know, you're creating a cord between you and that person. So that could also be a How do I cut a cord? You. you can go to someone to help you do it. You, if you, if you believe enough, you can just intend it, just say it out loud and it's done. But a lot of people Ooh. have trouble. So they, you know, believing they can do that. So until you're there where you believe that about yourself, then you can utilize someone else who's, you know, does that stuff and they can help you do it. Yeah. I, I'm going to need a healer with like a chainsaw. (laughs) (laughs) Cut this off of me. Um, it's hard. It really is hard. I mean, if forgiveness was easy, way more people would do it. It's really, really hard. It is. It's really hard, but it's something you do for yourself, not the other person. Absolutely. And when I see other people who are like, I'm still upset about this. I'm like, Oh my God, let it go. It's Mm -hmm. so not important. It doesn't matter. That person's obviously a miserable human. You can't take it personally, whatever. But then when it's like you, yeah, it's compulsive. It's compulsive. So, um, surrender forgiveness two I think key aspects and two things I want everybody who's listening to work on this week you know yeah it's definitely definitely and knowing that surrender again is not is not giving up it is letting go so you can move forward into acceptance and then move forward into allowing which is really inspired action that's Mm. where you do have choice where you can decide how you want to move forward or how you feel guided to move forward so none of this is passive none of this is just giving up and you know laying on your bed for the rest of your life and saying okay life happened for me you are the creator so Mm. you still have to have a role in creating right so you have you have to take action but it has to be um it doesn't have to be but it if it should be it would be best if it was inspired action you take inspired action without saying the house okay without saying the house oh wow say more about that so you know give me an example of something someone listening might want to um i want to create a new house Okay, so let's say you really want to buy a house, Mm -hmm. but you don't quite have the means to buy the house and you've been working at this career and you're trying to make money, but then it seems like more bills keep coming up and then you got in a car accident and you have to fix your car and all these expenses keep coming. Instead of resisting, you know, the game, the money game and, and all that, that seems so harsh and hard and like you can never win, you surrender. You say, this is going on. You know, right now I have X amount in my bank account. Right now I have a job I don't love. I would love to have a house, but I don't. I'm living here. And you just kind of surrender to the situation. 
Mm. accepting what is without pushing against it. Like it you chose should it. should be different. Resist- like you chose it. Yeah. Exactly. Like you chose it. Resistance is really the shoulds. It mm. should be different. It shouldn't look like this. I should be married by now. I mm. should have more money by now. Those are all the judgments we place upon ourselves and they're complete bullshit. I mean, they just, yeah. they, they, it's, there's no truth to them. And they block off your heart and close everything down and make it not able to come exactly because the only should for your higher self is exactly what's in this moment mm-hmm. you should have this in your bank account you should not have a house because that's where you're at so mm-hmm. that's where you are supposed to be at so then from there you can take inspired action and say okay i accept what is i can't do anything about it as far as this moment in time i can recenter myself and know that it's all working out for me and then i can take inspired action I can either change jobs, I can save a little harder, I can do nothing and be okay with not having a house for maybe five more years. That's what inspired action is. You decide where to go, but you don't control the house. Yeah. You don't control how the house gets created for you. Mm -hmm. You know that it's in the process because you desire it. And then you just do what you can minute by minute, step by step on the human level that you have control over. Do you know what I think is interesting? Like you're just saying, um, living in this town, we both know a lot of people whose quote unquote dreams have come true. Like they've become a star or they've whatever. And every single one of them is like, it's great, you know, sometimes, but it's so much different than I thought it would be. Mm -hmm. And I was just, I love that rapper Cardi B. I'm Mm -hmm. not sure. And she just put on her Instagram. She was like, it's amazing living the dream, but bittersweet because it's so much different than you thought it would be and I think we all have a fear of making our dreams come true because they're not exactly how our hows and wins and whatever are gonna look like in reality and so we we keep it kind of a little secret and hidden inside of ourselves because we want it to be perfect and exactly what we want and once you bring it to the physical form Um, it doesn't always look like you thought it would. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So I think also surrendering to fantasy, not having to look exactly like you think it's going to look to let life happen in a real way that is actual life that is better than Mm -hmm. perfect, you know? Exactly. Yeah, that's a really good point. Yeah. I'm full of them. Sometimes the most successful people in my experience are the emptiest because they've gotten the success they thought would make them happy. And then they're going, wait, but I'm still not happy. I could not wrap my mind around that. And I did not believe it when I lived in Kansas before I ever really met. Mm -hmm. And I was like, that is such bullshit. And then you meet like I used to be really concerned with how I looked when I lived in Kansas. As soon as I moved to L.A., I remember meeting this girl who was a Vogue model. She was so beautiful. So were her friends. And they, we were getting ready and they were ripping themselves apart. Just mm-hmm. hated themselves. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, I'm not going to do that. Like, I'm just going to like the way I look and yeah. get the fuck over it. Because what a gift that you saw that. I can't. That was your higher self going, look. I know. Look, don't go down that path. And living in LA has only made me more confident about it. It's usually the opposite for people, but it's like made me see how much things, 
like how, uh, like the richest people feel the poorest. And it's not to say that beauty or rich or any of those things are inherently bad. Some very beautiful and rich people are very confident in it and they're living their highest self. But a lot of people here aren't and it's so sad and it's so real and it's just weird to Mm -hmm. see happening. Mm -hmm. Well, when, when someone tells me they have a dream or there's, you know, someone they really want to date that they've been in love with forever and just can't seem to date or something. I like to ask, what does that person or that dream or that job really represent to you? Mm. Like, what feeling do you think it would give you? And they'll say, oh, to be with that guy, I would feel, you know, um, beautiful and my status would go up or to be rich and famous, then I'd be admired and I could help so many people through the platform of having an audience. And that's your answer. It's mm. not that you necessarily need to be rich and famous for this hypothetical person. Exactly. I mean, on some people's path, that is necessary. But hypothetically, you're really looking to help people. Mm-hmm. You know, you're really looking to feel admired. You're really looking to and have so an audience. And so looking to and feel admired look, isn't a bad thing. Not at all. And mm. it can look a lot of different ways. It doesn't right. mean you have to be on TV. It doesn't mean, you know, it could be mean you're a school teacher, but you are the most popular school teacher and your students listen to you and they love you and you're helping them. Right. Because it's really the, you know, the energy of the feeling you're looking for, not the how, not that it has to look this way. It's kind of like um, you you need to be the man you want to save you. Yes, exactly. <laughs> exactly, because that's what relationships are. We're dating ourselves because mm-hmm. most people date someone in their head. Yeah. So it's not the reality of the person. It's who I'm thinking they are and oh, who I'm God, thinking they so think I am. Oh, that's so creepy. So, yeah, mo- we're mostly dating ourselves. And we're mostly friends with ourselves. Mm-hmm. We're just in relationship with all these different aspects of ourselves that we're projecting on other people. Exactly. That's so creepy. Wow. Mm-hmm. I'm projecting a lot of my good stuff onto you and the Superficial Magic listeners, so that's good. I feel the same, so, you know, <laughs> we're on the same page. You're one of my favorite people. Oh, so. ditto. I love you so much. Um... What else is what else do you have to say about surrender? Because this is kind of changing my whole life right now. Well, I think that. Sorry to put you on the spot like that. <laughs> I mean, there's so much to say always, but I'm trying to think what would be most helpful for the people listening right now. And what's coming through is just to know that. You, you know, going back to the original theme, which is you have more power than you know. Mm. You are creating your life. As much as your life looks like how you don't want it to be, mm-hmm. you know, you're still creating that. And your power comes from within. It's not in the job you have, ultimately. It's not in the car you drive. It's not in who you're dating. It's all inside you. And if we could just all do more work on connecting to ourselves and learning about ourselves and clearing ourselves out of all the, you know, lower vibrational stuff that gets in the way, we could all be walking representations of our beautiful higher selves and the world would look very different. Yeah. Very different. Yeah. And we would be manifesting and creating. There would be no delay. It would be immediate because we'd be so clear. It's so weird when you when you live without resistance, because like today I definitely lived without resistance this morning and we just kept hitting. It's just like a constant um, scavenger hunt where you keep finding clues. Mm -hmm. It's so fun, but I don't always do it. 
you know? And it's so frustrating when you're not, and it's just one bad thing after the other. And not to say that you can't be in your higher self and a lot of shitty things are happening. That might be something your soul needs to learn. Absolutely. Um, but so that sucks when you're just in a growing part of your life mm-hmm. where well, it's not about what's happening to you. It's about how you respond to what's happening right. to you. So you're a hundred percent right. You could, you could lose your job, lose your relationship. I mean, everything could be falling apart around you, but depending on how you respond and how you judge mm. or don't judge yourself in your circumstances, you can still be very aligned yeah. with your higher power. I got a really good book on my higher power from one of the listeners, Katie Camden. Hi, Katie. Hi, Katie. Um, <laughs> I, I forgot the name of it right now, although I've been reading it every night for like four months. So I'll tell you guys the name of it, but it's about connecting with your higher self and it's written from kind of a higher self's aspect. And Very it's, cool. It's really cool. And I always ask myself when I'm in little pickles, like what would my higher self do? What does my higher self want to do? Because I know the highest self just wants to give and receive love and grow Mm -hmm. essentially. And, uh, you know, my ego wants to do all the opposite. Can I correct you for one second? Yes, please. A more accurate statement to say would be not your higher self always wants to be loving and give love because, there are circumstances True. where you need to stand up for yourself, where mm-hmm. whatever you're being abused and no, your higher self's not okay with certain yes. things. So being loving is a misconception because being but loving it wants can look- to get you away from those situations because it wants to be in the situation where it's loving. Your higher self is the answer in the moment. Yeah. Okay. In any given moment, it is the answer. So it's actually a part of our consciousness. Yeah, you could say that. Okay. It is it, it is consciousness. Okay. It is consciousness. It's not the mind, it's not the brain. It is consciousness. Right. And it is the answer in the moment if you're connected to it. And the answer in the moment might to be some, telling someone that they're being really rude. Like to fuck off. Yeah. Fuck off. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And to most people they'd say, "Oh my gosh, that's so unloving." But if that's the answer in the moment, the true answer, not the egoic answer. Uh-huh. This is where being clear comes into play. Mm-hmm. Um then maybe that's the most loving thing cuz maybe that person needs to hear fuck off so they can learn and so they can see how they affect people. So being so loving true. isn't the stereotype we all think of like right. love and light and I'll never, you know, And telling somebody anyone. to fuck off can is loving them if they need to hear that answer in the moment yeah it may not be you know so that's where discernment comes in only you know only you know for you and that's about getting clear and sifting through all the stuff making you not clear so you can be more clear and then you're the answer in the moment it just comes through you there's no thought process behind Mm -hmm. it I think I think one of the hardest parts for me about being connected to my higher self and this is so like stupid but um is that it always feels like the most boring answer (laughs) I'm like should I text this guy and do like take an Ambien and go to his house and I'm like no should I blah 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 blah. I mean that's obviously a bad idea but all the time right now my gut is just like you can't do that no 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 and it's keeping life like very balanced in a way that I'm sure most people would find healthy Mm -hmm. but for me I'm like oh my gosh this is like so boring Mm -hmm. well if you're used to drama and chaos Mm -hmm. then I could see how 
that would feel very stable and boring and and yeah and exciting but then then you learn new ways of excitement it becomes exciting right. to manifest your day like you're you've done today exactly it becomes exciting to see the synchronicities around you it becomes exciting to think about someone and then you run into them the next day that's the stuff that becomes exciting it and becomes you let go so of the sweeter. need for chaos yeah and drama and and the lower level stuff yeah yeah life is uh is a lot more meaningful now mm-hmm. it but it's definitely not full of the roller coaster ups and downs and everywhere and blah 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 blah, blah that I was so addicted to mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I to give you an example of Please. how boring my life has become <laughs> um I was in my kitchen this morning drinking coffee before you came over and I was looking out the glass doors that go to the backyard and I was looking at the backyard and then I saw in the glass of the doors to the backyard the reflection of the front yard because of the way it bounced off each other and so it literally looked like the front yard was superimposed on the backyard and then my brain went down a whole trail of you know what is reality and dimensions and how this is all holographic and I just got lost in this whole kind of you know probably a download you know just channeling information and then it was like 10 minutes later and I was like oh no I need to finish my coffee Megan's coming (laughs) so that has become my excitement is just getting lost in my own the stuff that comes through Mm -hmm. you know and that it is fun it's interesting it is fun I agree it's it's different for me but it's better and not better it's more in tune with me right now Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. and I'm finally at a place in my life which I think a lot of the people listening are too where it's become a decision before it wasn't it it was totally unconscious like I'm going to that guy's house I'm going to do this I cannot stop myself whatever and now it's like do you really want to do that maybe turn your phone off hide it from yourself you know I can do little tricks to um to to trick myself into uh changing Mm -hmm. essentially which I've never been able to do before because it was too unconscious Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and also probably you might have been doing it from a place of like self-medicating like going to the guy's house was an ego boost it's Mm -hmm. like a drug for your self-esteem but if you're feeling better about yourself on your own then that's going to be less and less appealing or it'll be easier to decide no and sometimes you might still decide yes if you just want a little you know, mm-hmm. a little fun or whatever, but it's all play. Yeah. It's all play and there's no judgment, you know? Yeah. No judgment. So it should all be fun. It should all be fun. We are here hands down to have fun more than anything. And that's so hard to believe with how hard life is, mm-hmm. but it's really all play. And when you realize you're creating it all, then even the bad stuff becomes play and becomes so interesting even the drama becomes so interesting oh girl drama is always interesting to me (laughs) (laughs) oh wait we have to tell one more um one more synchronicity that happened to us today so Alyssa's husband who's the sweetest man I've ever met I love him he uh this is so shocking he's obsessed with Kim Zolziak from uh don't be tardy for the party. Well, he thinks she's super hot. That is shocking super to me, curvy, Alyssa. Big butt, big boobs. You know, he likes all that. I just can't. I can't process it. That was <laughs> the craziest thing you've ever told me because you're tiny. And I mean, I guess you have big boobs and a great butt. But I don't know. He's so obsessed with you and you're so much more subtle than that. So it just shocked me. But um, 
he told you. Oh, I, did I tell this story? No, because that was I think on the, it got uh, erased. Okay, yeah. He told you to buy a shirt that I showed up wearing today. Yes, we were watching she was wearing it. her show, I think it was last night, and she was wearing a shirt that's very sexy, and he was like, where does she get her clothes? I wish you would wear a shirt like that. And I was like, I would, but I really don't even know where to buy one. And then Megan literally shows up wearing the shirt today, which, you know, I'm sure he'll gladly, gladly take off her. I know. I was going to say he's going to try to buy it from me, which I'm, I'm just going to keep making him bed up and up and up. But uh, yeah, you, uh, you would rock this shirt. So I kind of want you to come back like every month. And keep. And I will come back as much as you want. Will me to. you be I can our, talk about this stuff incessantly? Will you be our therapist? Will you be our superficial I magic will therapist? Will therapize everybody. Whoever wants it gets it. I feel like I'm asking you to marry me. Will you therapize <laughs> me? <laughs> will you be my therapist? Well, we've had so many past lives together that Holy there's no shit. way we couldn't we couldn't have come For together real. in this life and done this because it was just like there wasn't a choice it was just like a magnet do you think I was your daughter and son in like 40 past lives you definitely <laughs> could have been that would be interesting I think we lived in Sweden Ooh, because we're blondish you're blonde you're blonde really you're totally blonde I mean this is my natural hair color it's a it's a dark blonde okay okay yeah so Sweden I would say I, I want it to be. <laughs> it can be whatever you want it to be. Remember, oh my you create gosh, your reality. I'm creating this. I can, can create blonde hair. 100%. Holy shit. You guys, where have I been putting my power for the past how many years? Wasting it. Do you think you can make physical changes like blonder hair? I think our energy and our vibration definitely has impact on the way we look. Because I know I've looked really different at different times, depending on what I was going through or what was coming through me. And when I feel like I'm holding a lot of light and I'm just in a really good, centered, clear place, I get so many compliments versus not. So I definitely think that people, without realizing it, can can sort of sense light and energy and, and positive vibration. And then they perceive you as being more attractive. Then they perceive me as being blonde. (laughs) (laughs) They're like, you're not blonde. I perceive you you as being blonde. That's so interesting. Maybe you're you're making me do that because I'm in your reality right now. Yeah, because I I don't have blonde hair. I mean, it's dyed blonde at the end. but Totally have blonde hair to me. That's so interesting. We should take a poll. Yeah, we'll take a poll. I'll I'll put a picture of my hair up. Um, On the Superficial Magic Vibrators group, join it on Facebook, you guys. We just had the most fun conversation on it last night where somebody posted, Megan, actually, her name is Megan, posted for people to give each other a compliment, and there were like 400 comments of everybody complimenting each other. So That's so beautiful. I love that. I was supposed to go out and have the night of my life, and I just put it off for a really long time because I was reading comments and getting teary-eyed in my bed, so... Um, yeah, I want you to be our therapist. It's a group of people who all are so open and ready to change and willing to change. And, um, it's just the prime people that are fun to reach. So, mm-hmm. well, whoever's supposed to hear this, will hear this. I know. I will join your group today. Okay. And, uh, you guys look for Alyssa Rand and the Superficial Magic. We just need what they want to hear. And, I know. And, you know. They, they will manifest it. They're like, we want to hear Alyssa talking without Megan. <laughs> I'm like, that's, Doubtful. you guys can't manifest that. We need some that. comic relief. <laughs> um, 
Well, I'm, I know we could end here. I'm just wondering if there's anything else we want to say because I've so enjoyed talking to you. Is there anything else? Well, we'll, we'll continue to empower okay. all of the listeners and help them, you know, get connected to that in further conversations. But I just want to leave by saying that I don't want anyone to listen to this and then feel bad about where they're at in their journey. Absolutely not. Like if they not. don't know how to surrender or they can't forgive something, no judgment towards yourself because that, that will just keep you stuck where you're at. Absolutely. Everyone is where they're supposed to be at. Everything unfolds in perfect timing. I'm holding a two-year grudge. Wherever you're at, whether you understand what we were talking about today or not, you know, just the fact that you listened and listened this far through, you know, means there's a message in here for you and you will get it in the perfect time and no judgment about where you're at yeah I I listened to stuff like this and read stuff like this for probably five years before any of it really made any practical sense Mm -hmm. um I was just drawn to it but it wasn't my time to actually practice it yet and that's fine and I I'm I'm not surrendering right now so this is just a lesson to do it in the moment when you can and when you can't whatever that's our motto whatever whatever it's all play (laughs) it's all play it's all good you guys um I had what what was I just gonna say to you it's all play it's all good uh go join superficial magic vibrators oh our homework surrender and uh forgive if you can something this week that's our homework I'm gonna work on the grudge I'm gonna do a little ceremony burial maybe I'll Facebook live it or something (laughs) And uh, I'm interested to hear what you guys do. So is Alyssa. We're both in the Superficial Magic Vibrators group. Um, we love you. We're so glad you spent this time with us. Tons of love. Tons Sending love, of to love to everyone listening. And we will talk to you again soon. So talk to you guys very soon. Love you. Bye. Bye-bye. This is what you gotta do. Ain't no treadmill. No, no, no. Ain't no bicycle. No, no. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.